Hello. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. I am Micah. Brad is not here, but we are joined by a very special guest, as promised on yesterday's Mind of Micah. Here for an extended combat sports minute, the one and only Dirty Dave Ruff. Hello, David. <laughs> What's Brad's problem? <laughs> Where's Brad? <laughs> Brad is just like playing golf on, on some Lake LBJ resort in his stupid hat and, oh, uh, yeah. you know, doing he his thing. That, he wore that hat to um, the Lily Young wedding. He's got a new combo. one. Oh, he yeah. got a new one. Yeah. Uh, I was like, where'd you get that? <laughs> And uh, he said, Amazon. I said, it, it looks like it. About 12 bucks. Man, it, it'll never match Dor- uh, Dylan's fedora in Italy, but, you know, it's That's- it's getting close. He's really putting on a show on Instagram right now. Uh, he is. Yeah, you should guys should go follow at Bradley B. Key if you're interested in seeing that white hat. Yeah, he's got the white one now. <laughs> the summer hat. Okay. It's uh, uh, the ugliest hat I ever saw. Get a get a free, free bowl of soup. Uh, anyway. Caddyshack. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Movie references. <laughs> What's funnier than that? How are you, Dave? Tell the audience. That's well, great. I'm having a having my morning coffee. So you caught me at the right time. Oh, good. Uh, and I'm watching the Nelson man. I'm watching this uh, whatever they're doing here at Craig Ranch in McKinney, Texas, for the first year. How does the scene look? I haven't watched much of the Nelson this year. So from from what from people I know that have gone, it was a great scene. Uh, Thursday and Friday. Uh, yesterday, I assume, was just as good. Today's, they had to move the tee times up because of the rain. They're probably only going to get like five holes in um, before they have to delay it for the for a while. But I've, I've heard nothing but good things. Um, but to, at the end of the day, it's still in McKinney. So that's not close to Dallas, right? That's, that's You're still that's driving a substantial distance. McKinney's a long way. Yeah. I mean, if you live, if you're like me and you rep South Dallas County, that's like a 45-hour drive, like at least. So, I don't know, man. It's tough. And I don't know what the transportation situation looks like. But hopefully people are having fun. That's what matters. It's going to be hard for people to get turnt, as they say. Yeah, but you know they'll do it anyway because dudes be drinking. God, it is really far. It's north of Plano, north of Allen. McKinney is, it's a long way. It's yeah, like and, north and, of Frisco. It's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's way out there. I feel like people's, you know, people had a lot of complaints about the Trinity Forest, Nelson. Um, but, you know, they were like, oh, well, no, but it's, it's, they, it was too far away from downtown for the players. And I'm like, dude, McKinney is way further um, than, than, you know, that was literally like South Dallas, Trinity was. Uh, Trinity well, Forest, that requires but, people from Highland Park to cross the river. Nobody wants to Oh, do that. yeah, you can't go south of 30. And God forbid, I-20. Yeah. Well, this is further north. Anyway, uh, Sam Burns is your leader at the moment. 20 under so far through three. Uh, Where's Spieth? Spieth's three back. Uh, looking. Can like... I give you a live update? Sure. Sam Burns uh, now 19 under. Oh, I'm seeing 20. Unless he, unless he makes this putt that I'm literally watching as we oh. speak. And uh, Micah, he does. So you are correct. And oh, I he stays at 20. Well, YouTube you go. TV's got me about a minute and a half behind. Wow, that's a flex. Two TVs at your house. You know, it is what it is. All right, Everybody's let, eating. Let's, uh, Dave is being generous enough with his time here on a Sunday morning. We should talk about the cage fights. That's the reason we're here. Uh, tell us about 
your biggest takeaway from last night's action? Um, man, I'm I'm, I'm kind of processing it because I was going back through looking at the card, and I think the most fun I had, and this is a weird take, but might have been the first fight. Uh, it's in Barbosa, and uh, was it Shane Vargos? Mm-hmm. Um, just because. I don't know. I was on edge the entire time because, you know, Barbosa, I, I thought was going to get clipped at some point. Cause that's what, you know, Shane does, but dude, his leg kicks are just, it's so fascinating to me. A guy can be that twitchy with a leg kick. So I just love watching that. And, and he had that knockout, the delayed knockout, which you, I don't I, think I've ever one. seen that. Yeah, if, if that you, is a complete new one. If you didn't see this, he was it a, I mean, I, he hit him right on the chin. Uh, he hit him with a big right, I believe. And the guy stumbled, but he stood right back up. He took two steps back, but he stood up and sort of squared up and, you know, had a little swagger and then waited two beats and then just sort of started stumbling backwards. It was uh, yeah. it's pretty wild. It, it was wild. And Burgos, you see uh, that stuff in, in boxing on occasion, the guy who's, you know, gets up and his legs are wobbly, but he just sort of like <laughs> he had a poker face on. He looked like he was good to go. And then two seconds later, he was on the ground. Burgos is tough as shit. Um, he was he, he took like ten just straight to the calf kicks in the first round, and you know you saw what calf kicks did to Connor against Poirier. Like he was immobile; he couldn't he couldn't do anything. But he just fought right through it, like it didn't even bother him. Maybe maybe he's a uh, hashtag built different. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess his body. I, I would be very curious to to hear. Um, his remarks after the fight. I have not looked those up yet, but he looked he looked stunned. It was funny. Him and Barbosa immediately thereafter were just kind of looking at each other like, I don't know what just happened. Like, neither of them did. I also don't know what happened with Tony Ferguson's leg. How does this dude not tap out? He just refuses. Uh, Tony Ferguson lost his third consecutive fight last night. Uh, Dana White came out and basically buried him and said his time is over which is always great. I don't know why he rushes to do this to his, his former stars. Um, nobody, um, I think because he's a sociopath. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, anyway, it, Tony Ferguson loses uh, last night to uh, Oliveira. Wait, no, no, not Oliveira. Uh, Darius. 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 Uh, who basically whipped him. and um, Who also condemned Marxism after the fight. Wow, that's a new one. Yeah, he condemned, uh, or he he actually said, what did he say? He said, he said something to the extent of this is for anyone who's been affected by Marxist ideologies. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. I have to be honest. I was, uh, I have the in-laws in town this weekend, or the future in-laws. God, I've been engaged a long time. Um, <laughs> anyway, they're here, and they were, I, they were kind enough to let me just watch cage fights last night. But I didn't get to hear the interviews, uh, the the Dana White stuff afterwards. I was kind of, or not Dana. I saw the, the Dana clips, but I didn't get to see the Rogan clips. Um, so I, I missed that one. I did well, see one of the fighters called out Elon Musk because Elon Musk because his Tesla, his wife's Tesla, hasn't arrived. Same guy. Oh, that's the same interview. Same guy. It was, see, it was ESPN. Be clear, it was a great interview. ESPN but. posted the portion about him asking for his Tesla, but did not post the thing about Marxism. Yeah, I didn't hear it at first, and then they uh, a leftist Twitter account that I happen to follow because I like to hear what all sides have to of say. Course, of course, um, 
put, like was like, hey, some guy just won a UFC fight and then condemned Marxism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, which is just, uh, that made me happy. Uh, dude, so you didn't get to see the broadcast. During the broadcast, Cormier and Rogan, they were... I didn't. I didn't care for how they were talking about Tony because you know Rogan's got the the um, Eddie Bravo Tony Ferguson connection, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were they were basically being like, "Yeah, this is it." If I mean, I think Cormier said like, "If his last fight was a must win fight, what is this?" Like, and I, that is the question. He does look done. He looks like any of that swag that he had for that twelve fight win streak is gone. And I mean, he's still, you know, arguably the toughest guy in the, in the, in the league, right. In the UFC. It's insane yes, that he did he, not tap out of that pop. heel hook. Absolutely insane. It, he did. He did withstand a heel hook from a world-class grappler and uh, then came back out for another round and it didn't really look like it bothered him all that much. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. He said, uh, Darouche came out and said that like he heard a pop and a loud pop. Yeah. And this on a night where we already had a an arm break audibly um, in the prelim, Souza, um, which was just gross. Didn't look very gross, but it, you knew it. You could hear it. It sounded like the end of the you know when they do in boxing when they hit the uh, the deal and it tells you you know ten seconds or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what it. That's what it sounded like when this dude's like <laughs> her arm broke. But yeah, very violent night. Uh, speaking of violence. Uh, our friend Dan Register was at this fight in yeah, Houston in f- front of what looked like a pretty full crowd, and he said that there was a free Palestine rally right outside of the UFC arena downtown, or the you know the basketball arena where the UFC event was. So I'm sure that there was. Uh... Did Dave just click out? I think we just lost Dave. He doesn't want to weigh in on uh, Palestinian affairs. It's probably for the best. I'm going to try him back real quick. Oh, here he is. Anyway, I haven't gotten a full report about what happened, but it, it sounds... Hello, David. Lost you, buddy. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, I was just talking about the Free Palestine rally outside the UFC, and then you That's just okay. clicked out. You don't want to discuss worldwide affairs. That's fine. It's a complicated issue. Dave? Uh, Mike, you're, oh, you're my. going in and out. I don't know how that's possible. Considering I'm on, oh wait, where's my Wi-Fi? Well, this is uh, this is not great. Let's see if that's any better, Dave. Now that I've connected to Wi-Fi, eh, perhaps not. Uh, now I got you. Oh, okay. I reconnected to Wi-Fi. Dave Ruff is back. Okay, let's hey. talk. If, <laughs> let's talk about the main event. I've already gone over our our allotted ten minutes. Uh, an electrifying first round between Oliveira and Michael Chandler, uh, Oliveira and Michael Chandler. Uh, but then Oliveira gets him in the second round. We have a new lightweight champion of the world. What are your thoughts? Um, I was absolutely shocked that in the second round he was, he was fighting like he was because obviously it looked like Chandler was hurting him anytime he landed, which was quite frequent, as you saw in the first round. And the fact that in the second round he came out and was willing to to trade and not fight from the outside and kind of get in there, uh, I mean, 
ultimately it, pr- it proved to be the move, but I, I was completely shocked. And when he connected, I, um, I did not expect that at all. I thought that we were going to get, uh, I thought we were in for maybe a five round fight, honestly, but, um, that was not the case. And that was a really good performance. Yeah, Very happy that Oliveira fellow seems like a nice guy. He seems like a great guy. Charles Oliveira, the new champion of the world, 19 seconds into round two. Uh, Oliveira's been in the UFC for more than 10 years since he was 20 years old. It was his first title shot. Uh, Chandler, of course, only been in the UFC for eight months after being a star from Bellator and a Missouri Tiger who uh, lost. Very nice. Yeah, where that fight. hell, Micah? Uh, yes, it's not the first or the last for the Tigers. Uh, he was great after the fight, though. Uh, so shouts to him. And, uh, uh, yeah, I like him. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know much about his Bellator career other than what I've probably heard Rogan reference on one of his MMA pods. But um, he's he's got he does he cuts great promos. He seems like he's a, a good guy. Um, he handled the defeat very gracefully, and um, I I don't think we're going to be. Uh, I don't think that'll be the last time. Chandler. I mean, I, I think he'll in, in like a main event like that. I think that guy's going to get back up there. I agree with you. The other fight that uh, we were sort of texting about the Rogetto Botharen defeating Matthew Christopher Schnell in a bantamweight fight, which was absolutely bananas. Uh, that and there was a chick fight too, uh, but we don't really have to talk about that. Yeah, I think. With uh, I don't remember the dude's name. I believe he was from Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the dude, I think I said he was built like a bowling ball or a fire hydrant because dude's like five seven, and I think it's uh, he missed weight. No, I think they said like he's previously fought at like one sixty five, which that dude is just <laughs> that is a very very uh, stacked dude. Um, but that was a great fight, Chanel. Um, I think he's you know kind of a, a trendy name, a hot name out there, and. I mean, I don't know. That sucks to lose to a guy who missed weight, but it happens in the sport. Indeed it does. And it happens when you call in to the combat sportsman. Do you have any uh, anything else to, to share? Anything else that you're burning on? Ooh, man. Um, no. I, 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 I honestly forgot we were doing this until you texted me. <laughs> And I'm really glad you let me do it over the phone because I was it was going to take me a while to find my mic and my whole pod set up. So I'm not really burning on that. I'm just more thankful. Than no, anything. That's fine. Next time I'll just you show up at the, your door. Uh, you got the uh, PGA. Are you guys going to do a PGA pod with your uh, Irish fella? Yes. Yeah, uh, probably. I. It's hard to pin Peter the Irish guy down. He's just swimming in a lake of Kerrygold. Uh, <laughs> Unsalted he, or salted? Oh, it's heavily salted. <laughs> so much salt we, so much salt yeah we we probably need to get a little butter cut going and and nba playoffs like start wednesday basically okay well we got playing stuff today is there any games we need to watch i don't know when you're releasing this it's to, sunday yeah we'll, we'll release it shortly here um today is the last day of the regular season uh and then i think the play-in starts wednesday your uh, your spurs are pretty much locked into the 10 seed right i believe so okay so yeah, we've got some Mavs implications that I'll be watching for. I don't yeah, as of right now, you in the West. Uh, let's see, I don't know what's on the line today, but as we sit here, the number eight Warriors would play at the number seven Lakers, which is bananas. That's juicy. And then the ten Spurs would play at number nine Memphis, 
the winner would go on uh, to play the loser of the previous, the first game that I mentioned. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, Pop is not going to lose to Memphis. I just want to put that out there. I know it's probably not the most piping hot take, but um, watch out for the Spurs. I don't think they'll make any noise outside of the playoff tournament, but I, I would not want to play a Pop team um, that only has to win a game or two. That's true. Uh, you know, the Spurs have some uh, athleticism, and that's that could be a, a challenge for you know if you're looking at the Lakers or the Warriors uh, in the second part of that. But we'll see. Uh, in the East right now, it's Charlotte at at Boston as the eight seven, and then Indiana at the Wizards, and I I don't really care. Yeah, um, and Boston's more, been such a disappointment, but uh, that's a bummer. Um, yeah, I'm kind of dialed into who the Mavs are going to get. Whether it's, I mean, it's going to be the Clippers or the Nuggets, and I've kind of gone back and forth, like convincing myself that they're both beatable. But um, I just can't get past. No, I, I just don't want to see Kawhi in the playoffs. So Never. I think that's. Yeah, and I know it's that's pretty rich to say. Oh, so you want the uh, the MVP? You want him instead? But Kawhi's just he's hashtag different. Yes, he is. Uh, the Lakers can play their way out of the play-in tournament today if they beat the Pelicans and the Nuggets beat the Trailblazers. If you're the Nuggets, you have to lose that game on purpose, right? You think so? Like, there's no. You've got to stack the deck and make it as difficult for the Lakers as possible. I mean, they're they're one twisted ankle away from losing and not making the actual playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. They've, 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 AD looks like he's playing pretty well. I don't know. I didn't want, I know LeBron came back the other night and people were freaking out about it, but I don't know, man. It's, it'd be, I don't know if the league's going to let uh, the playoffs go on without a deep LeBron run, but we'll see. Should be fun. Um, we will be watching. And that's and all. Now, this was fun, Micah. Thank you for having me. On. Oh, no. You, you really came through for us on this one. And, uh, you know, plug yourself, Dave. There's just, tens of thousands of listeners to backdoor cover tell us about the other yeah. podcasts you're a part of so yeah our company washed media we uh we have a circling back podcast it's myself uh will defreeze and dylan shivery and then uh, yeah check that one out that one's fun and a lot of good banter yeah dylan's got and a lot of new friends now too much dip micah you're familiar with that one yeah yeah it's a good podcast you'll like it it's our sports vehicle Check that out, and uh, if, if you know any of you guys out there have podcasts, Brad Key, and he decides to no show to play golf, um, let me know. I'll fill in. There it is. Uh, that's all for today. We will be back with Brad at some point next week. There's playoffs. There's there's uh, championship golf. Check out too much dip. Check out Mind of Micah, of course, and of course, Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter available in your inbox every Monday around lunchtime. Until next time, fam, bye-bye, and thanks for listening.